Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. For years, we were stuck in a rut, always complaining that nothing ever changed for us. And then we realized, if we wanted to improve our lives, we had to put in the work. Each week on this podcast, we'll get into an aspect of personal growth, relationships, or just life. Through our own experiences and guest interviews, we hope to inspire you to make your own positive changes. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Love Podcast. Today, I wanted to get into an important issue, and I wanted to look at, from a man's perspective, how we should be treating the women in our lives, including our partner, our spouse. And I wanted to start out on this topic by simply saying that every woman is a little bit different, and in no way am I trying to speak for all women during this episode. I can only speak from my own experience and discuss what I've found and believe women actually need. I also want to say that women don't actually need men for anything, and I believe fully in powerful women who take the steps and go out and tread their own path. Who run the world? Girls. (laughs) (laughs) I want to recognize, too, for the men out there that chivalry is not dead, and if we show up as men in the way that supports women and empowers them around us, it can make a huge difference, not only to our spouse or significant other, but to the world as a whole. Because I think as men, we hold that power in our hands to make a difference. And we've really done a bad job in doing that. We kind of lay back and just let it all happen. And so we want to talk about some tangible steps to show up for your partner today. Okay, let's do this. Number one, pay attention to her. Yeah, this seems like a no-brainer, but so often we just get lost in life's distractions and we just forget about our partner. I know I'm guilty of this myself, but a lot of times you're just going through life and you just kind of forget and you take for granted almost that your partner's there. You take for granted that they're always going to be there and you kind of stop paying attention to her. And I think Many times, it's the little things that get noticed the most, especially, and Meg could probably speak to this from a woman's perspective, but it's not so much the big, ornate things that I do. It's more of just like the individual day-to-day things, and those are the easiest things to get forgotten throughout this whole process. But it's all just about like noticing if she changes something, telling her she looks cute in a new outfit, noticing she's changed her hair color, liking what she's done with her makeup that day, yes, Guys can and should notice these things, and it's really no excuse not to. I mean, if you're if you are with your partner every day, it's time to step it up, boys, and take a little notice if she's made some changes. <laughs> and Brandon is the absolute best at this, you guys. I mean, not only with me, but we have a lot of female coworkers, and he will notice everyone's hair, makeup, outfit, situation before anyone else like he is the number one person to recognize that he just has the gift so he is absolutely on point with his paying attention to her not just for me but for anyone that he comes into contact with he is always available for compliments and just positive words for those women in his life yeah and we were just talking about the physical appearance but i want to take a step back too because it goes beyond physical appearance if you're paying attention to her it's all about being present for her too So that means spending time together and putting the phones away for the night. Oh, right. I mean, 90% of the time, well, no, 90, eh. most of the time, I don't know the percentage, 
I would definitely say that it's way more important to me that you pay attention to me in the quality time way than my physical appearance. Yeah, it's all about asking what she wants sometimes. I know we can get into a place and we only want to do what we want to do. And some of you in your relationships, maybe a lot of the time it goes one way or the other where you're always doing what one person wants to do. But sometimes it's just asking what she wants. Do you want a game night at home or do you want dinner out? And it's just paying attention to her when you're doing those activities as well. Not just simply planning them, counting it as done and moving on, but actually being present in the moment, putting your phone to the side, putting your sports game and scores to the side and showing up and being present in the conversation with her. I was just going to say, but before you can even start planning the date, and going on that date, even if it's home, you have to be able to put the phone away. So I love that you mentioned that. But Brandon knows that I'm not interested in going out in the traditional sense. I don't want to go bar hopping. I don't want to go clubbing. I'm way too old and too much of a homebody for any of that. So my idea of a good time is either staying home or if we do go out, do something together or in a very small group situation, you know, where we would go like to dinner and maybe play putt-putt or dinner and some other activity afterwards where we get quality time together and we also get something active in. But it's not in a huge group setting and it's certainly never going to be at a bar for me. And he recognizes that for me. And I think that's just one of the really valuable things about him and what other men should consider is what is your wife, what is your partner actually like? And can you do more of that? That's how you pay attention to a woman. Amen, sister. And I think coupled right with that is communication and communicating with her because part of paying attention and being there is also being able to talk and have a conversation beyond just surface level things. In my experience, and Meg could speak to this as well, is women crave intimacy and closeness with their partner. So you have to make sure that what you're doing as a man is actually cultivating that. You have to make time for her and only her and actually One, talk to her, but two, be vulnerable with her because it goes such a long way as men to open up, be honest, be open. It doesn't always have to be gushy and emotional, but just being there and being transparent makes a huge difference. Oh, 100% it makes a difference. I think that the more we're in a season where we're talking and communicating openly, the more that I can show you how much I love you in other ways too. Not to be gross, but you know, wink, wink. I want to have that emotional connection before I ever want a physical connection. So that communication all plays into that too. Just that intimacy we're talking about. Right. And you need to listen in those conversations. So like when you're trying to be open and be vulnerable, you need to actually listen to what she is saying and communicate back. And that's where the distractions come in. Because if you're not fully there, if you're not 100% there, if work's pulling you aside, if the sports game's pulling you aside, if the kids are pulling you aside, then you're not actually being 100% present. And that is not going to get you anywhere. And it's not about getting anywhere, by the way. It's about having an open and honest relationship. And if that's the goal, if the goal is to be closer, if the goal is to show up for your wife, which it should be, by the way, then you're going to have to be 100% there and you're going to have to listen when she's communicating because otherwise you're not going to have much else to say. Yeah, you have to be able to make the time and the space to actually 
have those conversations. You have to be able to put the phone down. You have to be able to get away from all the distractions so that you can hear what the other person is saying. Because like you were kind of getting at, there's such a difference between hearing the words that somebody is saying and being able to repeat them back to you and actually hearing it, processing it, and giving a good response to it. Just because you are able to repeat back doesn't mean you've heard and are digesting it. It just means that you actually like have ears. So there's a definite difference in our communication when you are paying attention versus when you're not. Yeah. And and with that, paying attention is also just taking interest in what she's actually interested in. For me, I really am into, you know, sports. I'm into just having fun and relaxing, but like I also have to be open to what she's interested in because it can't just be what I always want to do. And naturally, you're going to go to a place where you want to do something that you want to do. Just to give an example, when I first started dating Megan, I knew that she loved the Nutcracker Ballet. Now, I can tell you right now, as a man, I had no interest in the Nutcracker Ballet. Matter of fact, the thought of sitting through a ballet was painful to me. But I can tell you after being with Megan for 16 years, I'm now in a place where I actually enjoy the Nutcracker (laughs) Ballet. And it's something where I'm open to it. And frankly, even if I didn't enjoy it, I know she enjoys it. So I should be willing to put in that effort and put in that work knowing that it's something that she enjoys. It doesn't always have to be a sports game or doing something out that doesn't really benefit her or not it's not really something that she'd even want to do so you just need to be open with that and know that you're going to be doing something that maybe she would like to do that maybe isn't your favorite thing and build that up over time and and i've found that that's very appreciated in those moments yes i definitely appreciate that another thing that i appreciate and i'm going to say that most women do is just when men respect us Oh, yes. And this is if this isn't a stereotype, I don't know what is, but it's where men are kind of overbearing and the women, again, just like we talked about, are the weaker sex. And as a man, for me, I was raised to know that women should always be treated with respect. So guys, what does this mean? It means don't let arguments escalate to a point where you're attacking her or bringing her down. Don't like establish dominance as an easy way to think about it. Don't prey on her insecurities because when you're upset and you're in that moment, no matter where the argument takes you, you have to practice self-control. And at that point, you can't just attack every single thing that's a problem that you know is a touchy area for her. And I think so easily you can do that, but you need to basically argue. Arguing is fine. Arguing is healthy, but you need to do it in a respectful manner. Yeah. And I want to take this just a little bit off topic because I have to say, it's not just about respecting the women that you already know. Let me tell you, there are so many men in this world that don't respect women at all. Women they don't know, women they do know. I come into contact with men all the time that are just totally abusing the whole respect thing. They have no respect for me as a woman, no respect for me as a person, just none. Like We know stories of people who men have been inv- invading personal space. 
There's just so many ways to just not respect women and it just got to stop. Like just because you don't personally know them doesn't mean you don't have to respect them. You have to respect everybody. Oh, that's such good stuff because I, and as you're talking, I think about our five-year-old daughter and I think about how do I want to show her how a man is supposed to show up? If I'm out in the world and I'm treating women in a poor way, how then, or I'm treating their mom in this, in the poor way, how then is she going to think that men should be treating women? It goes way more powerful. Like, like what you do is so much more powerful then you give credit to men. You have to respect women. You have to show up and respect women. It, it, again, don't let society tell you like this is how it, this is how it goes. Don't be in a dominating place. Like that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be an area of mutual respect, which goes both ways, by the way. But you need to show up and actually know that you're giving her the respect that she deserves. Here's the thing: don't be a jerk. <laughs> yes. There's no there's no easier way to say it. The other thing I love too, I love too in quotes uh-huh. is just telling her that you love her. Again, it's such a simple thing, but I know for me, I try to do a really good job at this, but sometimes life just gets crazy and it might go days before I like give Meg a kiss or just tell her I love her and just letting her know that I love her and she's loved goes such a long way because like you need to know that your partner is there for you. Oh, for sure. I mean, the thing here is that like Brianna was saying, it's so, so, so easy to just forget because they're just there and, and you can take them for granted. They're, they're there when you wake up. They're there when you go to bed. I mean, they obviously love you. You obviously love them. So you think it's okay to just skip that part, but actually it's not okay. So it's it really means a lot to me when Brandon will go the extra mile. And by going the extra mile, I mean do what he should already be doing and just say the words because I, I clearly know it. He shows me through his actions a thousand times a day. But showing me through his actions and saying the words are actually two different things. So if he writes me a note that tells me that he loves me, that matters. If he tells me in person, if he sends me a text, if at the end of the day, the only time we've had is just in bed at the end of the night to say that to each other means something. Yep. I agree completely. Notes, texts, and definitely before bed every night, it should be a daily thing. You should be daily making sure that you're telling your partner, certainly, that you love them. Actions are one thing, but everyone needs to hear it sometimes. I like to hear it. So the next thing would be to compliment her. Now, this is a tough one, man, but your wife or partner is actually your meter for beauty, which means if your wife is a short blonde like mine, you shouldn't say that your dream girl is a tall redhead. (laughs) Take notice of her and notice a new outfit, a new haircut, new makeup. If you notice anything where she's trying something new, you have to take notice of that Because sometimes she might be doing something just for you to try to see if it's something that you like to change it up for you. So like to not notice it, to not take action of that is is not going to work. Yeah. One example of this is I recently changed my eyeshadow. And the first day that I put it on, Brandon was like, oh, my gosh, your eyes look amazing. And then the second day I did it just a little bit less intense. 
and he didn't seem to love it as much. So the third day I went back and ever since then I went back to the more intense version of the eyeshadow because that was just what he noticed and gravitated towards. And it made me feel kind of good that he noticed it. Yeah. And I'm glad we're mentioning this too, but we got to go beyond looks as well because it can't just be about looks. If you see characteristics in your wife, if you think, just think through things that you love about her, that you love that she does. Like for example, if you see what a great mom she is, then make sure you mention that. Make sure you encourage her with that. If you see she did a great job on a workout or did a great job on a work project that she just completed, congratulate her. Be her number one fan. It goes beyond looks. I know so often we focus on looks, especially with women, even women to women. It's all about looks. It needs to go beyond that. There's so many more things that I love about Megan minus her looks that I need to focus on. And I could do a better job as I'm speaking. But like as men, we need to take notice of this and congratulate them, lift them up because there are so many things that Megan does for me on a daily basis that just get missed. So don't miss it, man. And it's a darn good thing that you don't just love me because of my looks. Because let me tell you, as Brandon can definitely share with you. I am not that amazing when I wake up in the morning. So if it was based on looks alone, I'd have to get up at like 2 a.m. and start getting ready. (laughs) But seriously, he definitely is my number one fan. And he cheers me on for all my workouts. He cheers me on anything I do at work that's really good quality work. He always wants to cheer me on in any success that I have. The next thing I'll touch on quickly is just remembering the important dates and anniversaries. I know this is stereotype 101 for men, am I right? But you need to remember her birthday, your anniversary, your kids' birthdays, anything else. Nowadays, guys, we have Google Calendar, we have Siri, we have Alexa. You really have no excuse. I'm sorry. You should remember these things. I was sort of, I was sort of just listening to you say that waiting for our you know who to come on and tell me that she didn't understand that. <laughs> yeah, she who should not be named. <laughs> but Brandon really does a great job at this and I really do appreciate it. He knows the dates better than I do. He knows the date of our first like date and I'm like when was that again or the date he proposed. He knows that too. I mean, I know it's like July, but I don't know the specific dates that he knows, so he's got a crazy memory and I mean, most men probably don't have as crazy of a memory, but again, we do have those technologies that should not be named right now because our technologies are with us that can help you remember them as well as Brandon does. Right. Point is, it's easy. You have enough reminders. Just do it. The next thing, and I think it's more serious on the topic, is just to not treat her like an object. Our society constantly is showing women as sex objects. Sex is used to sell basically everything from a car to a hamburger. Those are like the worst commercials when it's a hamburger with like a hot chick eating a hamburger. Like, no, you don't need to. What? What do your looks have to do with consuming a hamburger? It's like you're watching the commercial and you're like, what product are they selling here? Yeah. Anyway, don't do this. Yeah, but don't do it. I mean, just because we're surrounded by it and our culture is just just drenched in sex all the time, it doesn't mean you have to treat your partner that way. I mean, don't get me wrong, guys. I love my wife. And I mean, I love my wife. But don't get in the place where it's all about these looks, all about over-sexualizing your relationship. Society has it wrong. That's not what a relationship should be about. Sure, it's an important pillar of your relationship, but it's not all of your relationship. 
Oh, absolutely. I would argue that that part comes more naturally to a woman after the other stuff, after you're connecting on a deeper level, after you've got the friendship and the partnership and just the the good feelings going, and then that stuff comes later. So for sure, don't do that. And another thing is just to be honest with us as women. Don't just say that nothing's wrong if something is actually wrong. You have to tell us. We don't know how to read your mind. So go ahead and use your words and just tell us when something's up that we need to address, whether it's with us, whether it's a work problem, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Be honest so that we're not stuck in this weird thing of like, is it me? Like, did I do something wrong and just have no stinking clue? Right. If things are good, tell her things are good. If things are not that good, tell her things are not that good. Be vulnerable and honest. This builds intimacy over time and it builds trust in your relationship. And I can't speak it any more than that. The next one is just to be polite. I try to do a really good job of this and I often fail, but it's treating her like a lady. So I mean, men opening the door for her, hold the door for her. I said it at the beginning, but chivalry's not dead. Yeah. And another thing beyond the opening the door and holding the door, you can do things that just specifically matter to your individual partner too. Like Brandon knows that I love that he brings me coffee every morning. So part of his way of being polite, showing that he cares is to do that for me. He doesn't have to bring me coffee every morning, but he chooses to because he knows that I love it and it matters to me. And that's a way for him to show how he cares. Let's talk about the fun one. Yeah. Now we can move on to the fun one, taking her on dates. And this can be difficult, especially in our current state where we have two young kids, but We do a lot of at-home date nights, but it's not something that just happens. It's something you have to talk about. It's something you have to plan, but just taking her on dates and letting her know that like your relationship is important to to you because so often it's, it's, we just wait for like the cues or we wait for the looks or we wait for something to make it happen and Days go by and we just don't do it. So make sure that you are making a point of having those date nights scheduled out. Yes, scheduled out because if they're not scheduled, they won't happen and plan something special. If you have the opportunity to be able to go out, if you have the opportunity to, maybe you don't have kids, maybe you could get a babysitter. I don't know. If there's a way to do it, make sure you're taking that time to plan those special times. And I mean, what better way to show that you care than to actually take extra time out of your day to plan something that's not part of your normal routine? Like, if you're going to go out of your way and do something special and plan this whole night for us, like, at that point, I know that you've been thinking about me for some time, that it didn't just come, uh, you know, 10 seconds ago when you were like, hey, let's go to dinner, because you had to put thought into that, and that matters. Right. It's like, hey, you want to grab some food tonight? Let's go to Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) And we've been getting into some serious stuff, but I think one of the most important things that I've found is just having a sense of humor because life can be so serious all the time. It can be so draining, but just bringing in that little bit of sense of humor and just keeping the fun in the relationship. I don't even know if we could survive our relationship if we didn't have a sense of humor about it. Sometimes we look at each other and we're just like dying laughing because like, what are we even doing? What are we even talking about? Like, what does... A, a fight will dissolve because we're like, this is so dumb. And we just get the giggles and, and stop it right there because we know that in the grand scheme of life, it's not important. So keeping your sense of humor about your relationship, keeping your sense of humor about life, understanding that everything is not the world's biggest deal and you can let many things go 
just really keeps your relationship feeling good and healthy and fresh. Oh, yes. I really hope this information was helpful for you. I think so often when you look out, you rarely see anyone talking about the way that you're supposed to show up as a man, the way that you're supposed to show up for your women in your life. We often are just constantly smacked over the head with sex and women being portrayed in just an unhealthy way. And I hope a lot of these things made you at least start to think about different ways that you can show up for your partner, different ways you can show up in the world. I mentioned it earlier, but as a man, I don't take it lightly how I show up as a husband, how I show up as a father, how I'm showing my daughter a man should be. It's not something that you should take lightly either, so I hope you can take some of these tangible steps and give your wife some extra love this week. Hey, B, what did you think of that episode? I think it was pretty dang good. Well, what should someone do if they enjoyed these last 30 minutes? They should probably head over and leave us a review so we can reach more people. They definitely should. Guys, if you like the Fools in Love podcast, please go follow us over on Instagram at Fools in Love Podcast. We'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you'd like to hear.